Hi, I'm your host, Nick. And I'm your other host, Ethan. We recently read The Dark Fantastic by Ebony Elizabeth Thomas. And Children of Blood and Bone by Tommy Edem. We saw many connections between the work of Dr. Thomas and Children of Blood and Bone, specifically about racially oppressive systems. Especially on how they form, what their effects are, and how they can be resolved. When we started our explorative journey, we wanted to learn how oppressive systems form. Children of Blood and Bones gives an interesting point of view on those systems and the people affected by them. One such example of an oppressive system is how divinaires become oppressed in the Arishan society. Due to King Saren's first family being killed by Magi, he developed a hatred and fear of them and caused the raid, an event killing all Magi and leaving their divinaire children behind. And to keep divinaires from attempting to access their magic again, Saren forces divinaires to pay ever-increasing taxes and become slave labor if they can't pay them. Also, the guards constantly harass divinaires or anyone who associates themselves with them, outcasting them from society, making it even harder for them to pay taxes, leading many to be put in the stocks. The book shows the effects of these systems cause fear, emotional stunting, physical and economic distress as people abuse the system for entertainment and luxury, creating desperation and unrest. Emotional problems in Arisha are high on both sides. Tomi Demi expertly writes her novel in pro to provide insight for all groups in Arisha. Let's begin by looking at the noble class, which for the most part are characters in a state of fear, greed, and vanity. King Siren has great anger and fear of the powers of Magi. This leads him to put his two children through ruthless and vigorous training to make them become bloodthirsty killers, even having them battle against each other, causing long-term emotional damage that they never really recovered from. The luxuries that the nobles have make them submissive or conform to the roles they play in the society. Their personal benefits cause them to lose compassion. Additionally, those who help divinaires in the noble ranks can be outcasted or killed. Many nobles look up to the king and want to live better than him as well. This causes chaos between the nobles. They would compete with each other to buy better luxuries than the other and create ruthless gossip of one another, including the king's family. This competition created the ability for merchants to manipulate nobles to pay more than what a truly fair price for goods would be, or even blocking the trade of goods, claiming it for themselves. These practices cause economic influxes in a multitude of markets, including fishing and fashion. The gossip also caused distrust among nobles because they couldn't be open about their own issues without being highly criticized. For the diviners, fear and shame have become the most common emotions across the land. After the raid and magic's disappearance, diviners were left powerless to protect themselves and put in vulnerable situations. For many of the divineers who became part of the stocks, they were not able to pay off the ever-increasing taxes, creating a cycle of them being stuck in the slave labor. As a result, many other divineers would fear the taxes and stocks and do anything to pay them off and even participate in death games in hopes of their freedom. Their oppression also causes them to be ashamed of their heritage, and they suppressed all their past and everything 
that they represent, even going so far to dye their hair to reduce the weight that society puts on them. As we said previously, the police slash guards of the society would often hurt and harass diviners. Some might even push themselves onto diviners because of how defenseless they were. And none of the guards would ever be punished for these actions, making the, both the guards and the royal crest they worked under a symbol of the divinaires' oppression. The raid was a horrific event for all involved. It involved the hanging of all the magi, which causes the diviners to suffer trauma as they see their parents and loved ones dragged out of their homes and murdered. And anyone who tried to help the magi were beaten, giving divinaires even fewer allies in their Russian society. This lasted as residual trauma in PTSD. Many other Russians were easily provoked by diviners because they were, would willingly do anything for their survival as well. Even thievery and taking advantage of nobles' greed. These emotions caused unrest amongst the populace where diviners will do anything to survive in a world pinned against them. This brings us to how we can fix oppressive systems. This is never an easy feat. We would need to identify areas of society that perpetuate these harmful practices and find solutions for them. However, the big question is, how do we identify the faultiness in our society? Discussion is one way of doing this. For both the dark fantastic and children of blood and bone, people of different groups and oppressive systems come together to discuss the issues in each field. The novel's use of switching between the characters Zeli, Amari, and Ian provide insight beyond just one story of the events leading up to Magic's return. Resolving the problem of the single story both Dr. Thomas and Nigerian author Chamanda Ngozi Adichie note in their works, where works of literature often take the view of only one side of events and create problems of perpetuating one-sided views. By addressing this issue, child Children of Blood and Bone provides the discussion needed for social change in Orisha. The contrast of how different characters suffer in some way in Children of Blood and Bone resolves one of Dr. Thomas's other problems of fiction, the issue of villains being dark. Characters like Zili, Amari, and Ian all struggle with the decision of whether or not to bring magic back. Their darkness here is more of a gray zone than clear sides. Is the king right in ridding magic? Is magic truly good and fair, or is magic just another oppressive system? Oppressive systems are easy to be created and can be inversely difficult to take down with one less oppressive. Fixing them will not happen overnight, but having open discussions with all groups and putting the work in, the change can happen. We hope you stay tuned for other podcasts with our fellow classmates and their ideas on the Dark Fantastic. Thanks for listening.